What is up, everybody? Chris Hollifield here. I want to give you a nice, warm welcome to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. Hey, our website, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and listen to the entire catalog of back episodes of the podcast. All 500 plus episodes are right there on the website. Go listen to them. Go check them out. Hey, is this your first time listening to the podcast and now you're wondering, what am I about to get into? What am I about to listen to? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're talking to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. Really quick, before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that I'm a licensed real estate agent here in the state of Utah. I'm based out of Keller Williams. I'm on the Be Heard team. I'm loving it, and I would love to help you guys by giving you a free market analysis of your home. Really simple, really easy, no strings attached. Just reach out to me, get in touch, shoot me a text, give me a call, 801-244-2908 and I'll give you a free market analysis of your home. Maybe you're curious what kind of equity you've built on it over the last couple of years. Well, I'd love to help you out on that. Again, uh, my phone number is 801-244-2908. Get in touch. I'd love to chat with you. And on that note, let's get into this conversation on uh, I Am Salt Lake podcast. This is a good one, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Let's just do a little introduction here. Uh, this is going to be the uh, Christmas with the Hollifields episode on I Am Salt Lake podcast. A little bit different this week. We're doing something kind of special for Christmas because this is actually coming out like a day or two after Christmas, depending on when you listen to this. Hopefully everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, you know, you got together with family and uh, celebrated a little bit. Chrissy and I, we're just going to kind of sit here and uh, chat about this year's Christmas, as well as, you know, previous family traditional or traditions that we've... We're going to kind of just explore our Christmas history together Yeah, a bit. Something a little different. We didn't have a guest this week, so we figured why not do it this way, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Christmas is about family and we're family, so... Here we are. Plus, it would give you guys an opportunity to uh, get to know us a little bit better. Because people are always saying, you guys don't share enough about yourself. True. And this is a fun opportunity to, if you hear something and you're like, I did that too. Yeah. Like, send us a note. Be like, oh my gosh, I did that too as a kid. Because that's always just really fun. Let's start a thread or a uh, yeah thread on the uh, I Am Salt Lake Community Facebook group. And so- That's a great idea. If you're not in the community, if you're not in their Facebook group, just search for I Am Salt Lake Community on Facebook. Uh, Join our Facebook group. Let's get that thing active. But let's talk about some previous uh, Christmases, Christmas traditions. Christmas. Well, let's talk about this year first. Okay. All right. Let's Uh, do it. Just to give listeners a little bit of an idea what we did this year. It's it's a little bit different. I mean, every year is different, of course. But uh, we're recording this pre-Christmas. It's a few days prior to Christmas. Uh, Lucy's just with grandma for the night. And so we figured it would give us an opportunity Date night. to uh, to record a podcast. Uh, well, and we saw Spider-Man today. And we did see Spider-Man. So I'm a little bit hyper because I got really excited. So sorry if I'm a little bit excited. But shout out to Matt uh, <laughs> over at uh, I know. Elevation Shout out to Matt Jackson. Yeah. The, the, I think the reason I'm so excited is because we got to go to Spider-Man. Matt Jackson like invited us and brought us together to come watch the show. And for me, a Christmas tradition growing up was that my parents would take us to uh, the theater because nobody went to the movies on Christmas. It was totally empty. Okay. And then we would movie hop all day. And so they had eight kids. So it was very expensive to take all of your kids to a movie. So we'd wait all year to go to the movies. And then on Christmas Day, we'd go see as many movies as so, we could before we got kicked out of the theater. Wait a minute. Your parents would promote <laughs> you to basically steal from the movie theater. Look, these were the 90s, okay? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That no, is- because here's the thing. The people at the theater, it was like uh, it was like Olympia. It was this um, ski resort in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Yeah. Fun fact, the, the ski hill was built on a trash heap, but it was like the fanciest resort in town. And um, we would go there because they had a theater. 
and nobody else would go because it was Christmas and they all were at home with their families and we'd just be like right on. And they make money on refreshments, really. Of course. Yeah. So they had a family of 10 who came in every year and spent a ton of money all day on refreshments and saw a few movies. And so it was kind of like this wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're helping you. You're helping us. For some reason, you know? I thought a lot of people went to the movies. On Christmas. For some reason, Not I thought that was kind town. of a popular thing. I think, I mean, I know it is. And Would you like that to become a popular thing or a oh tradition in our Are family? Are you kidding me? If I could, I would literally go to the movies every evening. So, yeah, yeah. Like I a wristband, can you imagine something like that? Unlimited movies. <gasps> Why is that not a thing? That I maybe think, that no, will be a thing. I think they tried to create a thing doing the movie pass. Remember yeah, the movie pass? movie pass? I remember everybody at work was getting it. Yeah, and yeah, that bombed phenomenally. I believe. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about this Christmas. This, this Christmas. year, it's going to be a little different because so the three oldest, they're going to all be in Texas. Actually, I know, which is kind of it's it's weird, right? Yeah, because we're used to doing. So so much more. I think Christmas. they've been around every Christmas I've been around. Every Christmas. And every Christmas I'm like, dude, Chris, let's turn the TV into, into a Nintendo DS and let's yeah. do that. You know, and I have like these crazy big ideas, but they're not going to be here Christmas morning. So it feels weird to not be like going super all out. Yeah. It's just going to be Lucy this year, just yeah. the three of us. And she's like super easy. A couple Barbies, happiest girl in the world. But I know you're worried about that. You're worried that she won't have her, her, you know, brother and sisters here. I, well, I mean, maybe, I don't know if this is getting too personal, no. but, uh, you know, Lucy is four Yeah, and we haven't really had the talk with her about how the older three kids have a different dad. Right. Like they're just siblings and, and they don't treat each other any differently. So this, oh, I am gonna, this is the first year where they won't be with her on Christmas morning. And I think she'll be very confused and it's a good opportunity to talk about families and how every family is different. And this is how our family works, but I'm this is getting weird. I'm the only d divorcee in my family. So I've never experienced that. I've never been around anyone who's had that talk or, you know what I mean? And um, mixed families are, are difficult, but I don't really know many mixed families. And so it's it's an interesting Christmas for me to try to figure out how to explain it to a four-year-old. Well, I don't know if She's even going to realize all that much, do you think? Oh, totally. That kid is too smart. Okay. Like, okay. she's so smart, I'm scared. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, she just... <gasps> oh, sorry, that did get a little bit emotional. I try not to think about things because then I feel sad. I don't know. And I don't want to stumble around here on the microphone because I don't have the answer. Oh, there's no answer. That. There's no I answer. Don't, I don't know. I... I mean, if somebody listening knows the answer, obviously this is going to be uploaded after Christmas, so we're going right. to already have to have experienced it but if anybody right. has any good suggestions or advice hey either one of us, us feel free to shoot us a message and i mean there's really no good suggestions or advice it's just like that's how it is how are you gonna you know just yeah. kind of make it seem like everything's okay and lucy's a little anxious i don't want her to worry that they're never coming back you know things like that you think about that so i think that's a a typical problem for people in our situation I guess I haven't really thought about all oh. that. And it's not that I, it's not that I don't I care for her. It's right. not that I don't think about right. her, but I, I guess in my head, I know that they'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I just think, oh, she's going to think the same thing. And, and yeah. I guess I need to realize, hey, I'm 44 and she's four. Ex yeah. Yeah. And, and we've discussed off yeah. recording that I'm a little too empathetic for my own good. So it's really more of that where I think about people's emotions a little too much. We'll be able to go to your families though, at least <gasps> for Christmas, at least, right? Yes, which will be so fun. Oh my gosh. We're going to have a real Shelly Christmas party. Oh, it's going to well, be so fun. Let's talk a little bit about let's that. Kind of what can, what would somebody expect at a Shelly Christmas party? Okay, Share so with the world. The Shelley family Christmas party, pretty much every year growing up, because, oh, this is so great. We would go over to our friends, the Fillmore's house, and we would have like good family friends all get together and all the little kids would do the nativity. And then we would play like board games and charades and eat like tons of amazing food because it was a really good potluck. And then Santa would come 
and just talk to all the kids. Let so him so he would him. come in person. Yes. And you know what? He's coming this year again. So Lucy gets to sit on Santa's lap and tell him what she wants at, at our family Christmas party. That is so awesome. Isn't that so cool? Talk about the, what, remember that one year we did like a fishing pole? Thing. Oh my gosh! I and, actually and I, I saw heard that a video that was like that. A, a common thing that you did at at other Shelly Christmas <laughs> parties. So okay, so for listeners that are listening, one year I I went to a party like it was at your brother's house. It, or it was something. at uh, yeah at my it, brother's house. My and, parents were visiting. Yeah, oh that's right. They weren't even living here. Yeah, yet. they weren't living it, here. They yet. were still in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're visiting, and we go in this room where there's a big curtain, and we had to shove this like fishing rod through well, it. And they, yes, like, it was a fishing pole, they right? Put, they put the presents on like we were fishing for our presents, and yes. and I thought it was the raddest thing ever. I was like, this is rad. I got to hang out with these people. Okay, this and is- I have a video of you fishing for your present yeah. that came up in my Facebook memories. I should totally repost that. Please do. It's incredible. Is that something that you've done in the past? Oh, my 18th birthday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, here's the for, thing. Wait, at your birthday party? Like you and your friends were so, fishing? No, no. It wasn't my birthday pin the party, tail on the donkey right? Too, but it what? was, no. I, from, okay. So as we know, as humans, I think everybody's realized our memories are total crap, right? Of like course. they're not accurate. So this is what I remember happening. And I am sure is probably totally different, but I remember when I turned 18, it wasn't like my party or anything, but we were at a friend's house or something. And my mom gave me a little stick with a rope and said, happy birthday. Let's go fishing, you know? And, and I went fishing behind the kitchen Island. I stood at the kitchen island and went fishing and I got deodorant and a mermaid toothbrush, which, okay, look, I'm Chrissy. That was super exciting. That's why it's so serious. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a mermaid toothbrush. This is for your 18th birthday? Yeah, because it's really, for me, it's all about just like having fun, you know? And it's weird. I mean, it wasn't my 18th birthday. It was just a cute thing they did for my 18th birthday also. Hey, can we take a break and talk about one of our sponsors here real quick, Chrissy? Let's do it. One of the, I love talking about these guys, utahmarijuana.org. They are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys remember, the listeners of this podcast remember, uh, back on episode 420 when we had Tim Pickett on this uh, podcast, when we found out all about medical marijuana here in Utah. That was such a rad conversation, Chrissy. Anyway, he's the guy behind utahmarijuana.org. The cool thing about it, guys, pay attention because Chrissy's going to share a promo code with us here in just a second that I want you guys to take advantage of because it's a new year, 2022. You guys want to take control of your health. You guys want to uh, get rid of some of those uh, other medications that you guys might not Seriously, need. Seriously, just feel better. UtahMarijuana.org. Right? And with over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at UtahMarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. That's that code I was telling you guys about. Yeah, Take I advantage. used it. I used it on my first visit. GREEN25. It's going to save you $25 off. Like I said, it's a brand new year coming up. If you have goals, resolutions, if you want to uh, take control of your health, utahmarijuana.org. Go check them out. They have uh, locations all up and down the Wasatch Front. And go check it out. Also, go listen to uh, Utah in the Weeds. Yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to talking about uh, these some of these Christmas traditions, some Christmas Even uh, though I keep hijacking the conversation. And uh, stuff from, from previous years. You know, okay, so I, I don't talk a lot about Christmas, like with my family growing up and stuff like that. You really don't. But I have memories mm-hmm. growing up of Christmas. I have some pretty fond memories of Christmas. Currently, my mom's not big on Christmas. She doesn't really celebrate it uh, for religious reasons, which is great and fine, you know, uh, if that's her thing. Growing up, we we celebrated Christmas growing up. We grew up a couple doors away, a couple houses away from, from some cousins, my aunt and uncle. 
uh, down there. So we spent a lot of time with them, but we'd get together like on Christmas Eve and we would uh, get this like oyster uh, soup. That's and, right. And, you and were talking that. about that today. And and then we would uh, usually open up a present, you know, usually pajamas, something like that. Oh, there was a street in California because I grew up in Ventura, California. So I grew up without snow, right? Yeah, which is so, so weird to me. To me, snow and Christmas don't really, it doesn't matter to me if I have snow Right, for like it doesn't put you in the Christmas mood. Exactly. Gotcha. So anyway, but there was this street in uh, Ventura there where I grew up in California called Candy Cane Lane. I don't know if it exists anymore, but people would drive up and down it and every house on the street would decorate. Like just these massive decorations on the roof and on the lawns. Was and, it just residential homes yeah. that decorated for fun? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was just resident. It would it would be like if our street, if everybody in our yeah. street deck, which is the raddest idea. I don't know how you would get everybody I've in the seen, neighborhood behind something. Like I've that. seen a few of those highlighted in Salt Lake. I'm not sure of the areas, but I know a few neighborhoods do that here too. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it, it's so. I have memories of getting in, uh, you know, you know, that 70s show, like the station wagon, the wood panel. Yeah. Station my, wagon. my mind went blank on what, what, whose station wagon it was, oh, but Eric's Eric's there's definitely there's the, Eric's. there's the name I'm looking for. Anyway, my aunt and uncle had a, a station wagon like that, just <gasps> like that, literally With the wood panel and yeah, everything. Exactly like oh, that. Man. And we, so they, we would pile all the kids in that and we would drive up and down this street, which is the raddest thing ever. Right? Like. So it was a pretty back cool then tr- you could put all the kids in <laughs> back in the day in the very back one with the seats facing backwards, oh my you know, gosh. and, and my everybody dad had a Volvo station wagon with that. Yeah. And everybody that's the wanted seat to you sit wanted. back there. Yeah. yeah. You'd like fight for the back seat facing. Okay. Anyway, keep going. So, I mean, I grew up, I mean, I remember we did the Christmas tree and stockings and all of that growing up, you know, and we had presents and, you know, it's usually like uh Playmobil or Legos that I'd get from Santa Claus or something like that. But, uh, you know, I don't have memories. Do you have memories of Santa Claus as a young child? I do. Okay. I was like I, it was pushed on in I your house. I was really, really fortunate, and and I always feel guilty that my kids aren't as fortunate as I was, because my parents are. They have the magic of children in their blood. They do. Right. They oh do. man. And like, especially your dad. Oh my gosh. There. Yeah. My dad, like he's, his whole thing is like, the world is just amazing. And you know, I want everyone to just be amazing. And, and so they're just, they get really excited about inspiring creativity and imagination. And so they always like, made it a really fun thing as kids. Like when you got old enough to realize you that there was no Santa. Oh, sorry, kids. I, please don't let your kids listen to this episode. <laughs> but um, we would stay up and play Santa, right? So it was like the transition from childhood. You get to be Santa. And that's when Christmas is fun. Christmas isn't even cool and get you until you get to be Santa. Yeah. And then you get to like make footprints from the chimney walking through the living room. I don't know how my parents did that. They were like, so chill. (laughs) We're like, let's make footprints so that the kids can see that Santa walked through the chimney through the house. Then we just clean it up the next day. So that's like a huge part of my childhood. See, and I don't remember, like, I remember having like decorations in my house with Santa Claus on it. And I remember, I mean, I got even one of my Christmas ornaments is the Santa Claus. Like, and I, there's even pictures of me sitting on Santa Claus's lap as a young child, but I don't know how much my mom pushed Santa Claus as this guy that comes down the chimney type of thing. It was more like the old St. Nick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't have memories of that. So I don't know how that was. I mean, I guess maybe one day I could sit and talk to my mom and find out how was that? Did you, you know, did you teach about Santa Claus? Did you, which I'm perfectly fine about, like we, even with Lucy and stuff, I don't know yeah. how you did it a hundred percent with the three older kids, but like with Lucy, I think it's great for the imagination. I do too. I do too. I mean, isn't that why we read fantasy books and comic books and watch movies? I mean, it's the venture into the unknown of the capability of human imagination at its core. It's not about, well, that doesn't exist and you blah, 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 blah. Because 
You're lying to your kids. Well, yeah, it's exactly. You can look at it that way. Like, oh, you're lying to your kids. But you could also look at it as this is the magic of childlike innocence. And you can teach them while they're children that they can imagine anything, right? The impossible. And they can imagine the impossible in a positive way. Imagine someone who just spends their life flying around and giving kids presents. I mean, what a, regardless of your religious affiliation, I don't care. That is a positive message. Oh, exactly. That someone is that much of a volunteer and advocate for people to be good and to pay it forward. I just think, you know, it's not a bad, it's like Aesop's fables. It's a great thing to learn. Once that, it's a rough, you know, when you hit the glass ceiling and it shatters there, it, that's kind of a rough transition when you find out there's no Santa for yeah. a lot of people. For me, I was more excited about it. I was like, dude, I get a be Santa. Whoa. So it doubled down on the excitement for me personally, but it did destroy one of my children and I felt really bad. But I really believe in the power of imagination. And, and if you take that away from kids... What are you teaching them? Some parents don't like it, though. Some parents no, really don't. get upset. And, and I've never and I really can respect that. I can respect it. I've yeah. never really fully understood it, though. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, and I can understand it. I do. I see their point of view and I understand that it's a very reasonable thing to do because I do see the side that kids grow up being, quote unquote, lied to. Right. For the the benefit of their imagination, however, they found out later on that their parents were actively not telling them the truth. So that also can be traumatic. And okay, this is getting like super psychological, but this is <laughs> fascinating to me. Like, where's a healthy balance? I don't know. But I like imagination. So... So anyway, where were we at here? Let's see. We we're talking about Christmas traditions. And so well, let's talk about that. So I have a, I have a list of questions that I kind of maybe we'll go through here for let's a little do it. bit, right? Let's do it. What are some of your favorite holiday treats, Chrissy? Let's, as we get to know oh you gosh. and your holiday traditions and, and how you celebrate Christmas and blah, blah, blah. I spent so much time thinking about this. And I think my favorite thing about Christmas is that there's literally chocolate anywhere you go. You can go to anybody's house, any like, you know, go, go to like a restaurant or something. I don't know, somewhere. And, and there's just chocolate laying around, okay. you know, okay. just free for all. Okay. See, and I'm going to have to answer with just a plain old candy cane. I you love know what? just a candy cane. There is something That's a solid that is just so delicious about it. Yeah, cane. man. And the, sh even the being a shape of a, of a yeah. cane. You know, yeah. I, know. I know for some reason it tastes better because it's the shape of a cane. Yeah. Like uh, all the time. <laughs> so this next question, and I actually, so I just got all these questions off of like some internet site. I mean, there's nothing fancy about them, but this next but one real ma fun. made me laugh because it's, what are your favorite winter activities? My favorite winter activity is staying inside a warm house. I, okay. Yeah. Literally my first thought was a blanket and hot cocoa and Netflix. Yeah. That's, like that's, literally that's, and just watch the snow. I love the snow. <laughs> what a princess. But then I thought about what, well, what about when you were a kid? What were your favorite winter activities when you were a kid? But see, like I was saying, I grew up in California, so oh I didn't, I didn't grow up. I mean, I have memories of running around barefoot in, mm -hmm. in my birthday and my birthday's in December. That's, I don't have an association of Christmas and cold and winter and snow. That's literally mind blowing to me. It, but like. at the same time, there are many years see my, my mom's family mm -hmm. is from Minnesota. So there's a lot of years we would go to Minnesota during the winter time. Was it ever fun? Oh, I mean, gosh. I hate to we say fun, but blizzards, it's cold. But yeah, right? making making like uh, like big snow forts and stuff in the, in the snow, right? Like igloo, yes. like igloo size yeah, snow forts. That's what we did in Wisconsin. Yeah. And you have to have like a spray bottle with water in it so that when you build one level of the igloo, you ice it over and it's just solid. Then you build level two. But I'll tell you, I don't know if Wisconsin had like Minnesota type blizzards, but man, some of these blizzards, you would put your hand in front of you and you could not see your hand. Wow. Yeah. You know. Did you not have blizzards in Wisconsin? Oh, for sure we did. I think it was just like, that's what life was. 
You know, it's like, yeah, but I mean, you can I, have five feet of snow and you're like, well, when winter finally comes. But did your parents ever get like stuck at work? Like I remember being in Minnesota for like, we'd go out there for a vacation or visiting family. And like, I, I would remember a blizzard would come and relatives like cousins and aunts and uncles would be like, oh, I got to stay the night at work because I can't drive. Whoa. Like, I, you know, I've never. A, like, I mean, these blizzards were so blizzardy. That's pretty intense. <laughs> so blizzardy and not in the good DQ kind of way. You know what I'm saying? They don't taste oh, great. Oh, man. Hey, so <laughs> this next question, what's the earliest you ever woke up on Christmas morning? And this one, I don't know. If, I don't have memories of waking up early. Like until I, I came in and, and we mixed with, you know, the kids <laughs> and everything. You met a woman with three kids and you're like, what the what? Wait, these kids get up at what time? <laughs> they like, want to get up at four. Yeah. yeah. You know, honestly, I think I was always the one in my family who wanted to sleep in. Okay. I mean, I know I've seen pictures of me on Easter morning and Christmas morning in my pajamas, super miserable, like slouched over. And so I think people had to pull me out of bed even as a kid. So I asked, like to me, meh, I don't know, okay. sleeping as long as I can, man. Okay. Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> What was the best or most memorable Christmas gift you've ever received? Oh, and I got to go back to that. So I, did I say how I early I woke? I, I told yeah, you no, I didn't what, wake up early. Yeah, you said you didn't question. wake okay, up early, okay, so but were answer. you like, were you like hyper excited? Like, did you wake your mom up or did you just kind of do I, your thing? Again, I don't really have memories of yeah. doing a lot of that. Like, I mean, I have memories of gifts on Christmas and Christmas trees, but again, I don't think my mom's always been a bit of a, of a, of a relig- religious, it's more religious, per- yeah. Person that really is like, well, you know, let's keep Jesus here and not do Santa. Which yeah. Is, hey, no, no disrespect, whatever. So, you know, again, I, I don't know. I, I don't have memories of waking up super early on Christmas. That makes so much sense. It's yeah. so hard to remember everything, and if it wasn't like a big event, you know, it's hard to remember. But the, so the next question is, what was the best or most memorable Christmas gift you've ever received? My answer, I don't know. I don't. I don't I, same, I, okay. right? Okay, I don't really have. You, you asked this on Facebook to some friends too, uh, and they no, had the worst, answers. Worst. I asked the worst. I think on Facebook. Oh, is this the best? Yeah, this is the best. Oh my gosh! For some reason, I assumed you said the worst. Yeah. Apologies. No, the worst. This is actually. Oh, some of these were funny on 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 my Facebook page because I asked <laughs> what was the worst gift you ever received, and that one. And I think we talked about this prior. Is the worst gifts are like those ones when you were like 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And then you would get like a gift from like an aunt that hasn't seen you for five or six years. And so they're you, doing their best to guess. Yeah. So you would open it up. Oh, and th- actually this would be the worst is when they try to like give you underwear or something like that. Okay. Right? I, don't, and you, like, I don't know if I've ever had like, that Oh, I've gotten like whitey tidies and you open them up and then like you're with all your other cousins. and you know, Are like, you serious? Yeah. I haven't experienced that. Okay, that's awkward. Well, maybe I have and I just blacked it out. Who knows? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah, so that's... uh... I mean, you know, that's what family is for. (laughs) And that's what Christmas is for. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, wow. So... Do you, here's a, here's a question. And this one mm-hmm. stirs a little bit of controversy on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So this is the question. Oh, bring it. Do you it. care if the Christmas tree is up before or after Thanksgiving? Does it matter to you? I care that people care about something so stupid. Okay. That's what I care about. Cause it's like, you know what? Guess what? A Christmas tree is technically a plant and you put plants in your house all year long. So what if one is bigger and pretty all the time with lights and stuff? That's great. Can we actually take a little break here? I want to talk about one of our other sponsors here, Let's Chrissy, do it. really quick. The Salt Lake Barber Company. I actually just got my hair cut done. So I, this is why I'm actually really excited to talk about them this week. On and the when podcast. you came home, because we know you, you know, I hope everybody knows you trimmed your beard down like oh hardcore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isaac trimmed it and all And Isaac nice. trimmed it and you came home and I was like, oh damn, like look at that line. He did a great job. Yeah. No, I'm, and I'm loving having the yeah. shorter beard, by the way. So the Salt Lake Barber Company, They're located right at 10 East, 800 South. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves, which I haven't tried yet. Maybe now I will try since I've had a, uh, have a shorter beard, 
But I love these guys. The Salt Lake Barber Company, they're our true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. I've been going to Isaac there for, gosh, it's been probably six, seven years Quite now. Quite a few years. You know, he's cleaned no me up really nice. He's so great. Let's talk about something else you guys want to do in the new year, 2022. If you want to look better than you ever have. Go get a straight razor shave. Go get a haircut. trim. Go get a haircut from the Salt Lake Barber Company. SaltLakeBarberCo.com. They make it really easy to book your haircut right there online. You can book your haircut. That way you have a date, a time. That way you know when you're going in there to uh, get your cut done. So anyway, uh, thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. And let's get back to uh, talking about Christmas traditions <laughs> and uh, all that good stuff. That's another thing. You know, everybody wants to get haircuts and stuff right before Christmas. It's true right? because you know you're going to meet up with family and, you're gonna and get everybody's pictures. going to want to take pictures. Yeah. Of course. And that's when all of the really good food has been out for a few months. That's, right? why, I, that's why I was lucky Starting or, or with Halloween. grateful to get in there and get a haircut. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. here last week. You look pretty good. So this next question, we kind of already talked about this. Do you have to have a white Christmas, Chrissy? You know, I do. Yeah. For me, it's, uh, I mean, even not Christmas when it's not Christmas, Christmas, I didn't realize how much I love the snow. Well, I think we're going to have a white Christmas this year. So yeah. again, we're recording this pre-Christmas. Even though <laughs> Sorry about the driving and everything, but man, it's pretty. This next question, I already know the answer, but I'm eager to talk about this. Did you ever go sing Christmas carols? <laughs> okay. I saw this on the list and I was like, did he really have to ask me that? Yeah, well, no, go, I, <laughs> this is funny because I have never met people in real life <laughs> that really go around and like walk around and like. You never caroled. Oh man, we uh, like my family I didn't is know so really awesome. Did it. It's so cool. I didn't yeah. know. Pe- I thought it was just on a Norman Rockwell. It's, it's hard when you're a teenager because it's like super embarrassing. But because your, your you parents. Know. But the thing is, so at Christmas, I mean, they do this every year. I mean, and we've been oh, together my whole like life. five, six Absolutely. years now, right? So we go up to these doors and we stand there and sing to these people. They have no idea who the heck we are. And you're singing these Christmas songs. It's freezing cold outside. It is traditional caroling in the style of surprise songs for at least 10 minutes. It's rad though. It's so fun. I never did it. I never did it. <laughs> I know you're like, I'm not going to do that. No, I'll just, no, I, I would you'd go walk, with you. But you, you would, you would, yeah, no, you would come with us. Yeah, that's I true. Came. But you'd never done it before. I never, never done it. Yeah, I it just was, uh, didn't realize people did it. It's, it's, a, you know, if we don't do it, it's depressing. So it's a good time. <laughs> oh man, um, did your family have real or artificial trees? You go first. Well, so I grew up with an artificial tree and that I I remember. And I think that even had more to do with, uh, I didn't grow up with a lot of money and and my mom was a little bit on the frugal side. I mean, I remember this tree. They're reusable, man. This tree was pretty on the sad side. You know, those, the artificial trees, like if they're. Every year they get a little bit sadder. So in this this one was like probably like, it should have been tossed like 30 years prior. Like Okay. When I was a single mom. I borrowed a Christmas tree, an artificial Christmas tree from my little sister. <laughs> it's like a snoo- like a Charlie Brown tree. For one Christmas. No, it was a beautiful artificial tree. And I had little kitties oh. who loved climbing the tree. So by the end of Christmas, when I tried to take it down and give it back to her, it was so broken. She was like, you can just buy me a new tree. <laughs> and they're not cheap. I get it. No, they're not. They're no, not. I, I imagine like your dad is like the Clark Griswold that's like, let's go for a hike oh. on Saturday. Oh my gosh. He would probably. Yeah. Well, is that I how remember... he was growing up? Did you, okay. So did you have a real or artificial? Both. Okay. It's complex. So complex. One I mean, room, you had a real one. Not like we went there, but my Grammy and Grampy owned a pine tree farm on Prince Edward Island in Canada. Okay. Right. Okay. So it was like we we actually would go and cut the pine trees and like literally build a log cabin with it. I didn't. I was moral support, but I was with everybody. And um, so you know, it was like that was a fun thing to do. And um I don't remember a lot about the real Christmas trees um, because I think 
once they, my parents got to about four or five kids and a couple of dogs, they realized that real Christmas trees are like a huge headache because the, the pine needles fall and then the dog drinks all the water yeah. and then it dies and the, you know, and they're like, okay, this is ridiculous. We're going to go artificial. So I think at some point in my childhood, they switched to artificial just because it's so much more logical for a large family, especially. What do you prefer now as an adult, as somebody who has your own home now and has your own kids, your own traditions? What do you prefer? What do well, you prefer? That's hard. Okay. If I had my druthers, if I had like a maid and I didn't have to worry about anything, totally a real one. Okay. And I'm sorry if that's killing mother nature. No. I apologize, but no, I don't think I, there's just, there's something about the energy of a presence of a real tree. Okay. No, I could see I that. really just thrive on. And an artificial tree is great and it works great and you can dress it up and make it feel good, but it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't have the same energy. See me, I like like that, that pink one we have in the basement. It's like, super cute. I love the colorful ones like that. The Like I've seen those in blue and yellow and True. orange and red and like, there's just something exciting and yeah. different to me about a real colorful, bright tree yeah. like that. Well, and that's the thing. I lo- like those trees. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. But I'd put it up all year because it's just beautiful, right? But Christmas time, I think like go chop down a tree like in the 70s show and bring it home legally and then have the cops come to your door. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do that really. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see. I know I'm not going to get through all these questions here. I actually don't even want to ask all of them. But Yeah, uh, no. Let's just talk about the good ones. Hey, so what's the most stressful part of Christmas for you? This is a good question because I was like, wow, what is it? And literally, this is so sad for me. It's everybody wanting to know what the plans are. Okay. Because then I have to figure out what the plans are. And that's not my forte in life. You know, I'm not really good at like planning and doing holidays. I'm, I'm a good worker bee and I'm good at following the party. (laughs) So see for me, the most stressful part to me is the feeling that I didn't do enough Christmassy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there's really such a small window of Christmas Right? That unless you're really like going to every party every night and you're watching five Christmas movies a day, like mm-hmm. like you can't get through it all well, and you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't, and, and, and so yeah. uh, even like there's so many more people I wish I could have bought presents for, or I mean, even Christmas cards, we didn't even send out Christmas cards Oh this my year, gosh, Chrissy. we didn't, did we? And we really, no. we like and talked about it to. too. I wanted you to, know, and it just snuck away on I me. feel like, here's my That's beef. the most stressful part of yeah. Christmas because I, then I feel like an asshole. I yeah. feel like then I'm a, I'm a jerk yeah. that I didn't send somebody a Christmas card. Like when- missed opportunities are painful. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a million percent. And that's why, like, I don't know how we can campaign for this, but can we just tell everyone that, you know, like during the Christmas season, we're also nice to each other and we're accepting of each other's kindness, which I feel like in today's society is pretty rare. Yeah. Like we all have our walls up and everything, but if we can kind of like treat each other like it's Christmas season all the time. <laughs> Could you imagine can you imagine? That? Yeah. I mean, random acts of kindness, I guess, is technically what it is, but like... I, I've come to realize as an adult, it's not about the gift giving or the hullabaloo. Like I enjoy all of that, but it's really about being able to openly give and not worry that people are judging you as weird as that sounds. Like being op- open to loving people and not like freaking them out. Or no, I love it. I love it. Could you imagine? I couldn't yeah. even imagine. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so awesome. So here's the next question. And I want to know this because I want to know what the answer is. Uh, oh. Do you open your presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? What you are know, we doing this year? No. Hey. <laughs> well, the kids. <laughs> are we talking about our plans or the kids' plans? Because those are two different things. I could tell. I, want me to go first? Let yeah, me, do let, it. Yes, let me please, go first. Please go first. Yes. This is how, in my perfect world, this is what I would do. And I I don't know if we did this with the kids one year or if this was 
something I did with my, I don't know. <laughs> or it was a dream or who knows, but not I say open up all your presents Christmas Eve. Hmm. That way you could sleep in Christmas Day. Dude. Okay. As a parent, hello. No, because it's great because then the kids can wake up and play with the toys when they want to wake up and play with them. But then you have to say there's no Santa. Let's open our presents well, yeah, right now. By the time they're teenagers. that You do that when they're teenagers. Because oh. when they're teenagers... Why then do, it's just like, come on, guys. Like you need Santa? this yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know, you know. Well, you, you know, Santa's not real. So why are we waking everybody? You have a wake? hole in your pants. Why open are we your making everybody wake up at six? Yeah, you know? that's. Tr- you know what? I'm so on board with that. And, and I don't think that's well, being. A, I don't think that's being like a party pooper or anything. That's just you know, like open your presents Christmas Eve. You still have Christmas Day. Well, then you get Christmas Day to enjoy your presents. Yeah. The hardest thing is you spend the whole day opening presents, especially with a huge family. Because my family, we would go in a circle and everybody would open them one by one and we'd give everyone turns. So it would take a long time. And and then you don't have enough time to play with them. Yeah. You know? So That's a great idea. I like it. Good thinking. I have no really preference. I just... Always did it Christmas morning. The kids always want to do it Christmas evening because who wouldn't? So that's 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 what I say. I like it. You know what? So I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna spring something on you here. Oh, I got something oh. I want to spring on you here. This is gonna be fun. I didn't even tell you I was gonna do this. We are going to go Christmas trivia time. I have some <gasps> Christmas trivia for you, oh, Chrissy. Oh, boy. So there's a website. It's it's countryliving.com. Ooh, Country Living. They have country a great living. line in Walmart. I'll put Wonderful. The, I'll, I'll put the link up at uh, IamSullyLeague.com with this episode. But there's some trivia questions because I'm like, okay, this could be fun. To spring on Christmas hey. because you are like the trivia master. Dude, so you might already know these I'm, answers. Actually, I may not know any of them, but the excitement of getting to like Learn. getting to know yeah. them is like, okay. oh my gosh. So when, the first question here is okay. when were gingerbread houses invented? That's a really good question. Okay. In the gingerbread man books, they like cooked him over a fire. So it had to be like in before the 1800s ish, right? Let's say, cause you make, wait, no, cause that's men. Mm. All right. Let's say 1810. Well, they're thought to have been invented in Germany during the 16th century and rose Dang in popularity it. with the brothers Grimm's Hansel and Gretel story. Oh my gosh. According to PBS. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. That's a r- touche. The next question here, Chrissy, here is when was the term Xmas invented? Xmas, you know, when people, they do that instead of Christmas. <laughs> do you think it was, okay, my fun theory is it was during Generation X because we were the anarchists. I don't, I think I'm a Millennium X in betweener, but like, you know, Xmas, but then maybe that's an ego thing. I have no idea. What is it? Well, this is the answer that they- Or is it like depressing, like it's the cross? Well, see, and this is the answer they give. Uh, it says, while you might think the shortened version of Christmas is a modern creation, it actually harkens back all the way to the mid-1500s and the Greek letter X, which is the first letter in, you guessed it, the Greek word for Christ, hmm. and then it gives- uh, it shows Greek word of Christ and it starts with the letter X, which Interesting. every, you know, everybody, including like my own mom is like, oh, they're trying to cross out Christ. Yeah. Cause you just assume, I mean, X means. Yeah. I don't no know. Nowadays, like in symbolism, that is fascinating. Next question. True or false. Okay. Jingle bells was always a Christmas song. <gasps> well, I doubt it because songs just were rewritten and reused all the time. Right. I don't know. I don't know. What, what do, do you, you think? What is? What does it say? Well, I can read it. What do you? What's your guess? <sighs> do 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 do. Oh, this is too hard. Uh, no. False. Yeah. The Yay! now classic holiday tune "Jingle Bells" was written in the mid nineteenth century. So it's mid nineteenth. Huh? Yeah. There's and there's wow. more. They're debated to. It was originally written for the Thanksgiving program at his father's church. Wow. I love facts like that. That's like super interesting. There's a few more. I'm not going to go through all of them here. Oh, but but this uh, is so much fun for me. uh, Because I got some, let's see, true or false, George Washington loved eggnog. And what are your thoughts on eggnog? 
That's a crazy question. Um, That's crazy. What are your thoughts on eggnog? I've never, literally never thought about a historical figure and their opinion on eggnog. (laughs) 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 It's like. What a great, what a great concept. Um, oh, that's hilarious. You know what? I bet it. he loved it because he didn't, he have like a rum or whiskey, something, something. Well, I don't know. I'm going to say he loved it. This one is true. The founding father even had his own boozy recipe where he forgot to note the number of eggs needed, but included the appropriate <laughs> amount of booze. Oh man. Let's see if I can find <laughs> you another one. Now I want eggnog, man. I love eggnog. I wish I didn't love it as much as I do. Here we go. Here we go. How fast would Santa's sleigh have to travel to deliver presents to all the children in the world? It seems like it would have to travel far past light speed. But I... I know your brain likes to think about this kind of my stuff. Brain, here's the, okay, my brain loves to think about this stuff this stuff on a, a conceptual level. Okay. But when it comes down to like actual numbers and stuff, uh, no. Okay. So I'm going to say two times the speed of light. Oh. About six million miles per hour, as reported in the Telegraph. Nice. Factoring in the number of children who celebrate Christmas around the world, around 700 million in the total... T- Total time Santa would have, due to the time zone differences, 31 hours, Dr. Katie Sheen from Exeter University determined that Santa would travel so fast that his reindeer would break the speed of sound. What? Okay, here's what I want to know, though. What about the places that don't, are are they counting the areas where, like, Krampus is king? You know, like, are they, well, not Krampus, I guess there is a Santa there, too, but, like, are they... How uh, I have so many questions about the statistics and how you would calculate that. Okay, this next, I have another page here. This is another website I'm going on right now. 31 Christmas trivia questions. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not reading all of them. This, this is, is like this the is most white fun. elephant rules, but this one's, this one's going to be fun. Okay, Chrissy. <laughs> what, what, what's that? I'm laughing. You said white elephant. I know, white it's the website. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I got to give credit to the website. Here. Oh, I thought you were saying those are the rules of the game no, we're playing right no. now. So, okay, okay, Chrissy. In the song "Frosty the Snowman," what made Frosty come to life? Okay, um, Frosty the Snowman. A uh, 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 um, silk hat. A silk hat. Okay, there you go. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yes. We got Man, one point. I want to go to a trivia night so I'm, bad okay, I'm gonna, right I'm now. Gonna keep, I'm going to keep score here for you. Like I'm going to, ha- I will happily lose any trivia game just because it's fun. What Christmas decoration was originally made from strands of silver? Tinsel. Boom, no, we got another. Are winner. you for real? Yeah. Some expensive tinsel. Who played? Here's the next question. Okay. Who played George Bailey in the Christmas classic? It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, oh. Hmm. How Christmassy Come are you on, here? Come on, brain. I know this. It's, um, I feel like there's a timer and I'm panicking. Um, oh, Harvey. Oh my gosh. I can't remember his name and I want to Google it and I won't. Let me give you the answer. I give up. Jimmy yeah. Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Here's the next question. Per a recent holiday fad, what spy hides around the house reporting back to Santa on who's been naughty and nice. Yeah, yeah. I got beef with the elf on the shelf, yeah, We man. don't do that here. What is that about? How like, can we have that's a, gut, a nuisance. How can we have a gut Lucy and the elf I don't, on the shelf? I don't like the fear tactic that the elf on the shelf is instilling in our children. I'm not cool with it. Give them a little bit of breathing room, guys. That's my opinion. <laughs> Here's one. Here's this one, I'll be really surprised if you know this one, Chrissy. In 1981, Bob and Doug McKenzie released their own version of a classic Christmas song. What song is that? Bob and... Wait, what, what year? 1981. Gosh, I have no idea. The, tw- the 12 Days of Christmas is fine. Oh, that's like... Hasn't everybody done that? <laughs> that's like a standard answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Oh man, there's there's a lot more questions here. There's a lot more. Actually, there's another. Okay, here's another site I found. Okay, here's these are kind of stupid. I could but, do this all day. But this is a would you rather? Okay, this is a, <gasps> a, a would you Christmas would you rather questions? Interesting. Okay? Would you rather have Frosty? I can't even read these with a straight face. Would you rather have Frosty the Snowman for a friend or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for a friend? 
Dude, uh, Frosty, hello. I mean, okay, sorry, Rudolph, I love you. You're like my favorite Christmas movie, you know, a lot of the time. But, you know, he's like a whiny little teenager. I Frosty's like, let's go have fun, kids. Would you rather eat your cereal with eggnog instead of milk or eat a candy cane sandwich? Oh, eggnog and milk. A million percent. What about you? What about you? A candy cane sandwich would be delightful. Ew, gross. Really? You I would don't pick know. A, Well, I, I guess it would depend on the cereal. I think about the texture of the bread and then trying to bite through a candy cane. It's it's too much for me. Would you rather be allowed to only eat fruit cake for two days or be allowed to only eat candy canes for two days? Fruit cake, easy. Yeah, because that's a little more candy cane. You're gonna get sick on candy canes. <laughs> Would you rather receive socks for Christmas or receive a dictionary for Christmas? You want to know what's sad? That's a really hard question for me (laughs) because I genuinely would love a dictionary and I genuinely love socks. One of my favorite things about all of our Christmases together almost is that you always get me socks and I'm just like, I love it. It's There's like something the about it. Just getting well, brand new socks every Christmas. Because I'm a human basket case. And so I can never find my socks. You buy me socks every year. And by the next year, they're gone. That's, they have but, disappeared. They are in Narnia, people. But you know what's so funny about that is socks. Socks are one of the most like the cheapest clothing articles uh-huh. that you could get for yourself. But And I, I'm horrible with it. I, I don't know how everybody else is. But like, why aren't we like replacing them more often? Because there is nothing better, in my opinion, than a brand new pair of socks that's soft. See, this is so comfortable. This is so bad. But have you ever seen the Family Guy episode where Peter has like, they're doing a reality show and he's like, yeah, my underpants got some holes on it. But, uh, you know, it uh, it holds up. It's doing pretty good. I don't need to replace it. You know, (laughs) I've hit that point in life where I'm like, yeah. My socks have a couple holes in them. They're fine. I don't need to replace it. <laughs> oh, man. This has been a fun episode. The really last have. question I want to ask you here, Chrissy, mm-hmm. is would you ever celebrate Christmas somewhere warm like Hawaii? I feel like it's a bucket list item that you have to try at some point just to see if you like it. Yeah. So, yes, but... No clue when. How about you? Oh, in a heartbeat. I mean, you've spent most of your, yeah, your Christmases in warmer places. Right so. on the bay of the beach. Yeah, anyway. it's like easy peasy for you. I've never been to, you've never been to Hawaii either, have you? I never have. We're going to go to Hawaii someday. <sighs> maybe we need to go to Hawaii instead of, you know, maybe that Ooh. is soon. Maybe that, yeah, 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 yeah. People, if you were to start traveling, where would the first place you'd travel to be? Now we're thinking maybe Hawaii. Yeah. Who knows? Chrissy it's nice to get I, feedback. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should probably get this episode wrapped up. It's been it's been a fun Christmas. It has been. It really, you know, but yeah. okay, there is nothing better though in my opinion than to put Christmas behind you. Dude, the relief. And go, you oh. know, go into yes. like a brand new year. Yeah, just like, all right. I made everybody happy. I worked my butt off and now I can start fresh. Do you have any goals for 2022 that you want to talk about? No, you have no goals. You know, I... Resolutions, thoughts, things you want to do better, words of the year or the month. Think about yeah, lately, these things. Lately, I've really been thinking, I mean, honestly, to become more um, efficient Okay. and really learn to organize much better. That's uh, That's really what I think I would... I really want to focus on. And I know that sounds really weird, but it's like a passion for me. So, and, and I think it it helps me with my ADD. If I can organize everything around me to like a very refined extent, then I can allow my brain to move on to other things and explore. I gotcha. I gotcha. So uh, that's kind of my goal. What about you, sir? Do you have a word? Do you have a a, a phrase for, for 2022? I haven't a hundred percent honed in on all. All right. I haven't decided. I, I think I'm going to do month words, though. You have five days after Christmas still yeah. to like think it through. So no pressure. Some other goals are I'm going to be. I want to journal more. I didn't really journal, and and I know I want to at least journal four times a week. That's my goal. 
Right? That's good. Don't don't set it too hard because then it's just disappointing so when that's you miss a day. Juggle four journal four times a week. I I want to create more video content yeah. online. I don't really have a number or goal there. I just want to do more stuff with video for social media with the podcast. I want to read more books. I would. Ooh, yeah. I want to at least get on the level of a book a week. I, I miss being at that level. But there's other goals. But those yeah, are some. Of those them. are really good goals. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent work, sir. I think I need to sit back and really think about goals sometime. I think it's good. You know, I know a lot of people don't like to create goals because they don't want to, you know, uh, let themselves down or they're worried about failure. It's or hard to set a about- bar, like, you know, like draw a line in the sand and then just disappoint yourself over and over again. But if you don't have a map, you don't know where you're going. And that's true, too. You have to, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting fine line, isn't it? It, it, I, you know, and I don't beat myself up anymore for not, Good. for not, for not getting to my goals and not Good. getting to my things. I, I used to beat myself up a lot. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, but there's a lot of things that have, that have stuck with me, mm-hmm. you know, exercise, going to the gym, meditation, stuff like that has and really stuck with me. You have to remember to be as kind to yourself as you would be to someone else. Yeah. That's like a very challenging thing to do. I love that. I love that you're. Not not as hard on yourself. Absolutely. How should we wrap this episode up? Iamsaltlake.com is our, our website. Go to Iamsaltlake.com to listen to all the previous mm-hmm. episodes of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. There's links there for our social media. Connect with us. We're go, everywhere, man. Go to our Facebook group, I Am Salt Lake Community. I was going to say, go there and and like talk about your favorite Christmas traditions and Christmas things you remember. Like, let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah, why not, right? Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's get to know each other a little bit exactly. better. Exactly. I, I think that's actually one thing I want to do with this podcast for 2022 mm-hmm. is I want to- I'd like to get to know everyone more. I want to get to know the listeners a little bit better. Yeah. I think we've done a crappy job of, <laughs> of getting to know them I'm all. being kind to ourselves. So I'm going to say the last two years, we're getting a mulligan to like get back into getting to know everyone. We've all had kind of a weird couple of years. Yeah. So 2022, guys. I'd like to do don't more be episodes a like this, though, too. You know what? I love episodes like this. Like, you know, I we used to do a show together that we just didn't have enough time. And it's fun to be able to incorporate it. Yeah. A little conversation with us and do everything. I, I enjoyed this recording. But, I did uh, too. Anyway, you guys get out and enjoy the city. I know it's a little cold out there. I know there's snow on the ground, but get out and enjoy the city and uh, get out and, and uh, whatever you're doing for New Year's, be See the safe. Lights. Yes. You know, uh, if you go downtown, go go down to the Gateway. I think they're doing stuff down there for New Year's. Uh, support local if you can. You know, whenever possible, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode, right, guys?
All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Again, our website, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and listen to the entire back catalog of uh, episodes. All 500 plus episodes are right there on the website. Go check them out. Make sure you're subscribed in whatever podcast app you're using these days. Uh, so whenever a new episode of the podcast gets released, it gets right sent to your uh, smartphone. And that's going to do it, like I said, for this episode. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. And like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, if you would like a free market analysis and find out the value of your home is currently here in the area, in the Salt Lake City area, get in touch with me, 801-244-2908, and I'd love to help you out with that. And until next week, you guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.